nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 589, and it is your review of The Flash. As always, this is the Nerd you're going to hear the host of the show, our wonderful co-host, Luigi. What's up? My shit just stuttered on my right, my left monitor, so I was like, what the fuck happened? But Jesus, yeah. I, everything no, looks good. You good, you good, you good. Oh, hey, did you really... move your did you move your shelf over to to that side or? I've been there every... for a while. Oh uh, well, every time that we record, it's in during the day, so what's it called? Uh, I can never see it clearly because the fucking uh, that's probably bright why. light. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I didn't know that that was there. Oh god, I just noticed I can see the fucking dark ass pimple. It's <laughs> running off though. Why did you Why did you leave the the the? Because I'm not the... out. Okay, I was gonna the, say the the people back. the people in the. And my webcam don't exist. Yeah, yeah. The people, yeah, the every Iron Man. They, can, they can't judge me. Yeah, they can't. Um, uh, but hey, Luis, how are how are you doing today, bro? I'm tired. I was supposed to go to work, but then I'm like, I'm so backed up on content. I want to bulk record, and I usually take Monday and Tuesday off because the amount of work I care I get compared to the gas I waste is not really equivalent. It get, it picks up by like Wednesday. Where people are like more like okay, I did yeah. already Monday Tuesday, of like eating at home and shit. Yeah, but um, tomorrow yeah. I feel like they're gonna start. They're probably tomorrow because it's Juneteenth tomorrow. There's not gonna be anybody going anywhere. I'll probably and, go depending on how tired I am. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Thankfully, I already paid for the rest of the month, so I got two weeks to build up again uh, yeah. before my next bill. So yeah. Well, uh, not much going on over here. We just we just been chilling. It's been a pretty lazy Sunday here. Uh, we did an episode of the Game Record with uh with with Keon. I saw yeah. Keon keeps forgetting to invite me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Keon was like, dude, he was like saying that your your sleep schedule is crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure he's awake by now. He's like, yeah, oh, what time was it? Five. Yeah. Yeah, I was awake. Yeah, we were we were what's it called? We did an episode of that and um. Yeah, we we um we did a reaction to the One Piece trailer that just came out. I am teaser technically as a yeah yeah. Well, I saw it. visually it looks nice. It's nothing compared to like what we've seen before in yeah. Death Note and shit. But visually, yeah. so far so good. Story wise, I don't know because I don't watch or read One Piece. But yeah. I mean, you have to go to Alex and and and, um, and Kevin and Kevin for that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those fucking. Lunatics who have actually watched, watched most of One Piece, caught up and shit. Yeah, fucking lunatics, bro. Yeah, yeah. But um, Luis and I were able to watch The Flash yesterday. Unwillingly, <laughs> we just went because that was what the group decision was. Yeah, yeah. We went um and decided, hey man, I'm gonna let's go ahead and do this week's review on this one. 
Mm-hmm. We didn't do one last week, the last week, because honestly, I don't really give a shit about Transformers that much. <laughs> and uh, oh, is that what? Yeah, I like Transformers. <laughs> I don't see Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is such a pivotal one, y'all. Like you have no, you have no idea, y'all. Like this is crazy. Like this, this review is actually happening, bro. Like this movie actually released. I was sitting down on that seat, and I actually watched The Flash. Like it happened. After this episode, everything you know will be changed. It is rebranded. It is recanonized. Yeah. It is essentially what the Flash does every time he changes the timeline. Something different. Animation style. Storytelling. Yeah. Something. Welcome to the Nerdcore Extended Universe. <laughs> the core. Welcome to the core. The pictures in the background of us change by next season. By next season. By next uh, episode. Uh, you know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why. But... um. We did that, and we went to go see it. So I think I'm ready to get this going because there is no way I just delay the inevitable of talking about this fucking movie that's been in development for years now. It's so messy. My God, it is so messy. Somebody actually, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter, literally made a ma- a big article where they talked about the messy timeline that was the development of this movie, I and how many it, no. and how many rewrites, how many directors it went through. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. With that said, though, if you have not watched The Flash and you care about spoiler warning, uh, spoilers, then you should probably get out of here. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how any of that goes, it's your one and only spoiler warning. And it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> All right. Let's do this thing. Let me go ahead and read here. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Flash is a 2023 American superhero film based on the DC Comics character of the same name. Produced by Warner Bros. Stu- Stu- uh, Pictures, DC Studios, Double Dream, and the Disco Factory. And distributed by Warner Bros. Pictures. It is the 13th installment in the DC Extended Universe. The film is directed by Andrew, uh, Andy Muschietti uh, from mm-hmm. a screenplay by Christina Hodson. And stars Ezra Miller as Barry Allen slash The, Fa- the Flash, yep. alongside Sasha Calle, Michael Shannon, Ron Livingston, Maribel Verdu, Kiersey uh, Clemens, Andre Trowley, Trowley, and Michael Keaton. In the film, Barry travels back in time to prevent his mother's death, which brings unintended consequences. Hmm. Uh huh. Development of a film featuring the Flash began in the late 1980s, <laughs> with multiple writers and directors attached to the Jesus. project in 2014. The film was then redeveloped as part of the DCEU with Miller cast as the title character, while directors were attached to the film over the following years with Seth Graham Smith, Rick Famuyiwa, and the duo Jan Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, all departing the project over creative differences. Muschietti and Hodson uh, joined the film in, 20, in July 2019, and pre-production began in January 2020. The film is influenced by the comic book storyline Flashpoint, featuring multiple DC Comics characters, including Ben Affleck and Keaton reprising their role, the re- respective versions of Batman. Principal photography took place from April to October 2021 at Warner Bros. Studios, Leavesden, and on location around the United Kingdom. The hmm. Flash premiered at Grauman's... Uh, Ramen's Chinese Theater in Los Angeles on June, on June 12, 2023, and was released in the United States on June 16, 
Following multiple delays caused by director changes, the COVID-19 pandemic and post-production setbacks, the film received praise for the plot, action sequences, humor, and performances, particularly of, my, of, of Miller and Keaton, but criticism for the quality of its visual effects and third act. Ha! <sighs> cinematography is done by Henry Bram, edited by Jason Valentine. There's cinematography. Cinematography, guys. Henry Bram, edited by John, Jason Brand, uh, Ballantyne. Uh, Paul uh, McLeese. Music is done by Benjamin Walfish. And it sits at 2 hours and 24 minutes. And on a budget of $220 million, this film has so far made $139 million at the box office. On its is that actually... Weekend. I was hoping it stayed at seventy nine or whatever the well seventy nine is what it made domestic domestically oh so it's worldwide that's right okay. yeah but remember Luis this has to make times three to get a profit yeah six hundred and sixty million dollars yeah I know but even then a hundred million mm, got that it got it, but that's just me that's just me <laughs> Lord God is it opened the highest. Of the films this week, but that's because Elemental flopped. Hard, well, everyone, bro. it's that's a Pixar movie. It's not gonna make a lot, even with family and kids going. It's not like oh, let's get the like the two thirds of the world that don't care for like Pixar stuff like that. You know, it's only a handful of Disney yeah. adults that you see. That's who this is. I fucking knew I recognized that girl. Who? I knew I recognized the Mama Berry. From that's that's the baddie that goes on vacation with Gabriel with not Gabriel Diego Luna and Gael Garcia Bernal in Itu Mama Tambien. Oh, oh the yeah, one, I forgot. One, Flash yeah. is kinetically Latino in this fucking film now. The blonde-haired, blue-eyed, like fucking <laughs> pick poster boy for a certain regime is now Latino. There's other Latino yeah. heroes that we like speedsters that we see, but yeah. no, they had to make Barry. She also plays the mom in Penn's Labyrinth, too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Her fine ass. Yeah. Dude, I knew I recognized her. I was like, I knew, I knew this girl. I knew You think it, it was like a first time casting on? They were like halfway through the thing. I was like, okay, we need a new mom. Bring her yeah, in. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because I, I don't think they ever had. I know they had Henry Allen because he came out in the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. But, um, I don't think they ever had somebody for mom for Nora, but no, nah, never. Okay, we're getting too far away from that. But uh, Luis, what? what are your initial thoughts on the Flash? Um, <laughs> I just I don't like it. I despise it. Generally, as a filmmaker and as a DC fan, I despise it. But that's me though. Butcher Flashpoint. They butchered uh, a, a great story, a great potential. I don't need, like, I know you talk about it's not the director's or the creator's job to stick to a story or stick to explaining certain shit. That's fine. But it is their job to stick to a, a fucking coherent story that's <laughs> there. They have blueprints and bullet points of what essentially is Flashpoint, and yet they just ignore all of it. They ignore all of it. I don't care. You can create a new Flashpoint, right? There's things that may have had potential in this world. But no. <laughs> That's me. That's, I just, yeah. No. Um, 
this does not beat the animated movie. The animated movie is still the best one. Um, For sure. You know, there's another universe in this world where we got the true Flashpoint story. Jeffrey D. Morgan played Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Ben Affleck's uh, Batman was still, you know, around, right? But, you know, we mm-hmm. got Thomas Wayne. We got... um. We got what's it called, Martha, Martha Wayne as Wayne, the Joker. Joker. We got we probably didn't get the full on war between the, the between the Amazonians and the no, that's the fine. But you know, we still got that dynamic of uh, yeah. Gal Gadot's um, what's Woman, it called, the uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Mira, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Aquaman. Like we all got, we got, like, we yeah, got like, like shit like that. I'm like, that's cool. I don't need to have there the, the the point, the bullet point in the bone of the meat. That's there is that there's a world ending disaster caused by Barry. That's not like you can't change it unless you let time course as it should. Right. And for yeah. this one, they do have that world ending thing, but it's so whack. Yeah. They, well, yeah. Um, so uh, I went into this film with the expectations at the lowest as it can possibly be on the ground because, like I said, Same. I have been closely closely been reporting on this story since day one of the podcast actually day two i'm sorry day two of the podcast we've been doing this i've been checking this and then you know and it's gone through so many what's called steps in its development to finally get here so i said there's no reason why i should even what's it called remotely have an expectation for this i love flashpoint it's one of my favorite storylines in comic books i i I love the flashpoint paradox film it's freaking awesome, and I I I, I rewatched it a while ago yeah, too. Yeah, I I I was I was gonna rewatch it, but I was so tired. Yeah, uh, and but I just couldn't. I just couldn't fucking. I was just too tired. I slept like at twelve or one or some shit like that. Yeah, but there there is is it's right here. There's a blue. It's not even that long. Legit, it's like <laughs> you have a blueprint. You don't you don't need to completely do a rewrite of the barebacks of it, right? Like they did because I'm talking about the points of like having multiple berries uh, in in like the same time, right? They shouldn't be existing. I'm talking about like the the archetype that is Barry Allen. We've we we have a blueprint for that. Oh shit, that's high. We have a blueprint for who Barry Allen is. Even Batman wasn't feeling like Batman, and the, the Batflex. I'm talking about Batflex, Batman. It didn't even feel like the one we get from like the Batman versus Superman and the Zachary, and even the Josh Whedon one. This is definitely like more yeah. Josh Whedon s. Let's make him funny, comedic. And yeah, shit. I'm like, there's characters here that have been the same nothing's changed for them in the sense of like character type right like their personality and that's just through the roof here we do get glimpses of like what true barry allen is here and there throughout the film i'm not gonna deny them that but it's definitely a thing of like it's just not there and even like yeah it's just so much stuff that that um that they miss out for me for me right yeah um but God damn, man. I don't know. What, what were you saying before I, I grabbed this? Yeah. So like I said, I was like, the, the anime films are one of my favorites of, of that universe. Yeah. So I went in as I, as low as I could get, man. I, but, and, you know, like I said, like in another world, we, we probably got the real like adaptation. Like nothing went wrong with the DCU. We got this movie when it was supposed to come out. And, 
You know, mm-hmm. well, to be fair, I think when it was supposed to come out, it probably wasn't going to be Flashpoint. I think that DC had it messed up, so they didn't need to reboot it. So nah. they were not even going to have to do Flashpoint. It was probably nah. just going to be a story with with the Flash and Cyborg, as it was going to be planned. It was supposed to be Flash and Cyborg were going to be in a movie together. I mean, if they do, they probably did do a Flashpoint, but everything stayed the same because Barry learned yeah. his lesson of like, don't fuck with the time. Yeah. Line, right. But, but um, even fine. though I had my expectations as low as possible. I came out of this and I actually think I like this movie. Which is surprising. That's like one of the where where we normally don't agree on certain films. Yeah. But this one was like, what the fuck? I can agree with you on a lot of things, man. I think that this movie's effects are terrible. They look yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, even though I think that the Dolby uh Dolby Vision HDR does help it out a little bit. I was gonna say, yeah, because yeah. I can see, yeah. Yeah, Dolby Vision HDR does help a little bit of it, uh, but it still feels very distracting. Uh, Miller does not. I don't know who the fuck Ezra Miller is um, is portraying because that's not Barry Allen. Nope, that's not Barry Allen, and it feels like its script doesn't even know what it wants to do half of the time. Yeah. Yet this movie is so fucking messy at times that I can't help but just sit back and just and laugh, laugh at yeah. just like how ridiculous. My boy was laughing at the theater. Yeah. Ridiculous this shit was. Like it was just like. The Flash puts a baby in a fucking microwave, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and he like... peeks his head through the time, like to look back into time, as if he's freaking Nick- uh, Jack Nicholson, The Shining, with the creak in the yeah, door, yeah, going, yeah. "Here's Johnny." Like, what in the hell did I watch? Yeah, that that whole ordeal is definitely. It, that that one's where I'm like, oh, that's one of the things where it's fine. There's a lot of interpretations how how time travel works for a speedster, right? We see the Grant Gustin one where he when he does reach that certain level of going fast enough to go back in time, his his past self erases and his present self takes over that place, right? And then we mm-hmm. see the animated version where he goes back in times and pushes himself out, essentially erasing him, or like the the I think the present self one was like hey you can't do this and then they just look at each other and then it's like okay i'll stop and then they just disappear it's like a weird there's a lot of interpretations right but yeah. it's it's definitely they chose and this is for a hundred percent now that the, the the director said oh yeah the cgi is supposed to look bad to describe how everything around barry nah, looks nah. right nah, nah that's andy, just nah. bad cgi and nah, nah. Nah. we see nah. how a species vision can look we see we have like um, Quicksilver in both Avengers and the Fox one, the uh, X Men one, but yeah, no, yeah. he chose a lot of goofy moments, thinking it would be like the right play, and I don't know, I, I don't think it I, is the right play, at least not for uh, not for Barry. And like, you can use that excuse right about the CGI, but like we've mm-hmm. seen other movies where they yeah. interpret that speed and, and like, all of that, yeah, like like oh like in spider-verse what's a central thing that happens when you know that you're not in the right universe you, you start to glitch yeah like there's things like that like you mm-hmm. know you don't have to go the route of like oh the the bad cgi is integral to the story it's like mm-hmm. no it's because at that point it just is distracting your viewer from the movie like yep. it's distracting we and, and all, either way we understand because you hammer it in throughout you know, it's, more yeah, than half of the film yeah. that this is a this is not the right universe. So it's yeah. like you don't need to push it even further with the way that the effects look. Dude, the uh, it's like you said, like 
we could pass bad CGI off for a moment here and there, right? A big fight that needed a quick, like, oh, this is what's happening in slow-mo, yeah. right? But it's at least an 80% of the film where they yeah. use pure CGI. Not just CGI to replace the scenery, to replace people. There's so yeah. many um, uncanny valley recreation models of Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, yeah. their mom, their dad, like... There's so much, and it's so simple to just replicate the actual actors there and just edit it a bit to kind yeah. of work. But no, they chose that. And it, it definitely distracts you from the film. Yeah. At least for me, fucking like. I will say, I though, there are things that I, I can say that I really liked about this movie. Um, I like some of the music choices. I thought those needle draws were good. Um, and there's something that I love about this movie, and that is Sasha Kaye as Supergirl. I loved Sasha, in this which movie. is only like what five percent of the runtime, like and ten minutes steals. in total. Yeah, and she's she good. Steals. She's good in that, and she steals the screen. She steals it. Like yeah, she, too. I hope that James Gunn was paying is paying attention and seeing the amount of love that Sasha is getting from you know the public. Not just to, that, the, the to, amount of interviews she's done just yeah. herself for Flash. Yeah. To bring her back for Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow because, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't care if it's going to be confusing to some people. Like, I, I really I like Sasha, be. bro. Yeah. I liked Sasha a lot, and I think that she did great. All you have to say is that, oh, yeah, this was an incidental in, in inclusion or whatever they want to call it. But, like, this is the one universe where it actually, because of the Flash messing with time, she lived in this one. Like is the Flash like supposed to be the, the starting point for it, or is it the end of the DCU? The end, I think. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because Blue Beetle is the Aquaman, beginning. Though. We still have Aquaman. Oh, okay. Like December, I don't remember. But yeah, it's confusing. It's really confusing. Definitely. But I think that once Aquaman is done, it's officially done. But this kind of just like erases the Snyderverse in a way. Yeah. Because yeah, like... Yeah. We have George Clooney. <laughs> we have George Clooney's Batman as a Batman. <laughs> Should have pulled um, out the credit card, bro. The Batman credit card from Batman. I was hoping that. I was hoping that that show was. Yeah. It, honestly, there could have been a scene because apparently Andy, a lot of gun guns gunned down a lot of Andy's stupid ass ideas that he was pitching from the fucking Joker cameo from what's mr romero or whatever um, yeah you know then, man um, when they tell you to go all out and you can do whatever you want yeah i would have i would have shot a lot of different things that would have been of course left on the on the editing floor but i would have been like you know what yeah but put random ralph from superman returns or like but put, uh, here's the thing with that, that he's alive that makes sense yeah, it's like okay yeah. we've seen him yeah. we've seen him actively yeah, back like, in the suit it did feel it didn't feel too good about having Christopher Reeves in there. Christopher like, you Reeves know, and um, the uh, 1950s uh, actor for Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about that real quick. Um, you, I would let you finish your thoughts before I go into mine on that. No, I just I thought so. Like, of course, there's like that big cameo part, y'all. Which, by the way, Nick Cage did film a cameo. They just de-aged the fuck out of him. Yeah, uh, so I was which, like, they use that's like, oh. Please, can we be over this this terrible obsession shit. with de-aging, bro? It's, it's not that it's bad. It's that it's uncanny. We know something in that that is not natural. Um, and we had people yeah. like Corey Digital, who are the artists that deal with CGI and all that shit, yeah. explain why we feel so unnatural to it from the 
the old guy in um in the Star Wars movie and Carrie Fisher um and then some other stuff. A lot of it is Star Wars surprisingly. Oh, the Luke Luke uh Luke being the age but not using the actual Yeah. Uh yeah, this fucking crazy, but and, no, uh, yeah. I I like I said I also I also really liked uh, Ron Livingston as uh Henry Allen. I did like Billy Crudup in um in the Zack Snyder Justice League movie, but like I think that he did a pretty good job here. Um and he's it's a different actor right. for the dad? Yeah, different actor okay. for the dad. Yeah. Uh, the only reason Crudo couldn't return was because of what you call the scheduling. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked him. I think he did a good job and, um, yeah, but, um, the, those, those cameos were kind of, it felt so ridiculous, man. It's like, we got it. We already saw the things that make it look like there's so many universes. I get it. But like, we had to see the, what's it called? Like the world's colliding and stuff. And, and Which, we by saw, the way, like, is not Flashpoint. That's where that's where it's collizing. That's uh, Crisis, Crisis on, on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Those cameos to me, real quick, was yeah. It, it. I like cameos when they're done well. This was distasteful, especially because it dealt so much in bringing people who have died essentially tragically on the screen. A lot of it without their permission. I will. I know by legal stature, they do have permission, right? Because they have the rights to their image. But that's fucking distasteful. When you have like Brandon Ruth, who not only is a great Superman portrayal, he has been seen recently in the last five years back in his old Superman yeah. uniform. It's We've Superman seen and him. Lewis. Yeah. It's Superman and Lois. And then, um, and then the Crisis on Infinite Earths that mm-hmm. we had. He also came back as as like Superman, as playing Clark Kent, and is like, oh, whoa, we look the same. And then we've had him, his character in Legends of Tomorrow, say like, hey, you kind of look like my my own cousin, right? Talking to Supergirl Kara when they met uh, for their first like uh, alien invasion type event. But point is, they have so many people. They have um, Tyler Hodgson who plays Superman and Lois, who is great, by the way. I've seen a lot of episodes on it and a lot of clips and. He kills it. I still have to see him from as his role uh, in Teen Wolf, um, but <laughs> he's still a great portrayal of Superman and Clark Kent. And his, there's just so many, so many they could have chose from, and they decided to go with what they went. And I don't know. It's kind of distasteful on Andy, oh. to, at Helen, least to me. Yeah, Helen Slater hasn't isn't dead. Okay. Oh, I thought the Helen Slater, the, so that's the girl, Supergirl. Supergirl. No, Supergirl. No, she's not dead. The, no, the guy is dead. though. Yeah, Christopher Reeves. Christopher yeah. Reeves. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. dead. No, I know Supergirl was was um was alive because she came to the Comic Belusa over here in Houston. I saw that she was invited. Nice, I, nice. I don't know if it was this one or a couple before, but I saw her name and I recognized yeah. her. Wait, I didn't see Eartha Kit. What the hell? See, they got people that we don't even. Oh, see. what's it called? Archival recordings. They're probably the audios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still. What's it called? Um... Eartha Kid is Catwoman as well as Cesar Romero and Jack Nicholson. As oh, well. yeah. Those are for the ones that got caught. Cut. Yeah. The yeah, those are for the ones that got yeah. cut. Yeah. They want to do Eartha Kid as Catwoman. Nobody remembers Eartha Kid as Catwoman. Like, no. What? What? They should have brought Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If they really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. If they really wanted to. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson mm. wouldn't have gone in there to set. No. Nope. No. Also, he died. He legit. Michael Keaton's Batman. Killed him, yeah. Killed him, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. but um, how would that make sense? Yeah, man. Um, movie's quite messy as well in that Very sense. Messy. Like, like, yeah. ugh, like, 
look, man, I I love Michael Keaton's Batman, but like the point to Flashpoint is that Batman is supposed to feel like a mentor to 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 Barry. Supposed to be like, you know, that's what Thomas Wayne is to him in that story. He's like, here's the mentor. He's the guy who's kind of keeping you, you know, what's it called, um, level throughout this whole throughout this whole ordeal. And to me, I never felt that Michael Keaton's Batman was doing that, bro. Like, no, never. not at all. Yeah. He, he just, he felt like an adrenaline junkie, especially when he laughed at him stitching himself up. Yeah. There was a scene in the bathroom where he's stitching himself up and he just smiles at himself. Like, I mean, I, I get it. I, they, an old Batman might miss the action, but it's never yeah. been about that for him. Even in, um, what's the animated one where he's old as fuck? Um, uh, and Batman Beyond? Batman, no, not that one. That's the show. There was a movie. Um, oh, The Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns, yes. Yeah, 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 where he's yeah. old. And he puts on the suit back, but not because he wanted to and he likes it, but because yeah. he needed to. It is, uh, Batman is something not that he likes doing. It's something that he, he thinks Gotham yeah. needs, right? And like you said, Gotham is the safest place now. There's no need for him to be back, so essentially. Yeah, yeah, but his portrayal is definitely off, too. Aside from yeah. Batflex shit. I, I, yeah. I felt bad. Fun. I felt yeah. bad for Ben Affleck, man. Like that was that was it. That was the send off for Ben Affleck. A stupid and, ass joke about him needing yeah. psychological treatment. Yeah, which like in but he also did have a really good line when 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 um when Bruce is like talking to Baron, he's like, oh, hey, yeah. these, these scars they don't make you who you are, and he's like, yeah, in a way that's also like Ben Affleck talking about like his whole you know what's it called uh, experience with DC and. Him getting back into probably getting back into drinking again because approach, yeah, yeah yeah so I was like at least he had that tender moment but I was like that's it that's that like once we wrapped it up there and I was like yep that's it that's just that's all the Batman Ben Affleck we're gonna see and it really sucks man it sucks that that's like how it ended for him but I don't think we were ever gonna get more than that and that's where I think my biggest like pet peeve with with uh with with Michael Keaton's Batman is is that it never feels like it's important that he's there. It they killed him like, off twice. Yeah, it always felt like the the script was like, well, we need to have a Batman in here, and mm. Ben Affleck's not gonna do it for the whole movie, so let's just try to like, well, like, oh shit, we got Michael Keaton back. Let's just do Michael Keaton's Batman in here, mm. and it just never. It always feels uneven, and it never feels like Batman is really that important into the story for Barry. Yeah, no, that's that's one of the gripes that I also had when we first like I thought it was going to be like a hippie Alfred where he's like, OK, he's chill now because of the military experience and shit. But then I remember Michael Keaton's Alfred was also very fucking old, uh, <laughs> but it just it yeah, no, it fell off. And the whole point of Thomas Wayne is Barry also kind of helped flesh out that just murder, murdered, my son is dead type deal. Right. Because. Yeah. Yes, Barry is flamboyant and joyful, but he's also serious. He knows when to shut the fuck yeah. up and do what he needs to do. Um, so that's what got Thomas Wayne to do, do back. And kind of the whole reason Thomas wrote that letter to, to Bruce Wayne in the animated one, in the comic one, is like there's a lot of healing there from yeah. alternate realities. And yeah, like you said, this one just feels like a joke. Like uh, he's just, yeah. oh, we got him back. Let me, let's use him for nostalgia purposes. From the theme yeah. being played every every so often, I get it. Characters have themes, right? And they have to play yeah. it. But whenever he had a screen time, they blasted that fucking eighties Batman. Oh yeah, theme. 
yeah the theme it's like i mean i get it like you're gonna use it like that's like such a what's it called remix it or some shit for the movie but um, but yeah no but i think what also this movie like heavily heavily is lacking is the fact that there is no actual central antagonist in this movie nope um like we're supposed to like it's supposed to be zod and then we feel like this evil version of barry looks like like yeah yeah and it's just like Bro, you wasted Michael Shannon so bad, y'all. I thought he was going to be in there more. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like... Like, y'all wasted this man. Like, this is... This man gives you, like, an A-plus performance in Man of Steel. And you have him there for just that bit? Like, that's all you have him do? I I think that's why he tweeted out or he did that interview where he says... Yeah, he finds it on a or what was it unrivetating or some shit. Yeah, like, unappealing. He goes, unappealing, it like, yeah. and it doesn't stimulate him. And I'm like, well, I can see why the Flash really took out of out of your creative juices. That shit would have yeah. made me depressed too. I'm like, I'm a, a award winning actor, and you got me doing just essentially reruns, which they could have just taken out of Man of Steel and added Sasha there. Yeah, but but like. Yeah, I, I, that was, that was in like, oh, like the real villain is like this evil version of Barry that's been in the Speed Force. Which, by the way, I, I like the way that they kind of uh, interpreted the Speed Force in this movie. I like the way they do it in, 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 in the Flash TV show too. Yeah. But I think here was really cool in the way that like, cool. oh, you have this like really trippy version, and like you're looking at all these different parts, and it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But like, yeah. the idea that like the evil version of Barry is like this one that's like almost done like completing this thing and like kills the other version of Barry so that way like he gets killed like it just felt so like it felt so quick and nonchalant like he wasn't really yeah it felt rushed because I'm like okay he's been doing this for a while we've never once seen it we've never gotten aside from that first aspect oh I accidentally pressed keyboards and shit started flickering I accidentally uh, not at that Um, what was I saying fucking oh yeah it felt rushed we only see him once when he's first doing that the yeah. essentially i think we're, we're I'm, i think it was just a timeline of him seeing it i don't know if it's the speed forces in itself right yeah but um having him just be there is definitely like so rushed and so like oh he killed his past self so now he doesn't exist it's definitely a bigger it paradoxes the paradox that he created yeah so it was always, so it's so it just seems like an e- uh, the means to the end, right? Yeah. But I don't know. Who, I, don't, I don't know what they were trying knows, to do with that. Man. Who knows, Who knows? But look, man. I, like I said, the film has a ton of problems. It is messy as hell. Yeah. I somehow still like this shit. I don't know why, but it. it I, would I you watch it again? Do, if you really like it, would you watch it again? Probably not, bro. I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah, I'm good. You're acquainted with it. Yeah, I'd say I loved I love my imagery of babies falling off a, a what's it called a, a building with putting them in a microwave and uh, I thought the fighting was pretty cool I like I like the whole like what's it called Sasha Kaya and um and I like the Supergirl and Zod fight it looked pretty cool but like yeah. other than that uh, this movie was like whatever and um you know there it's not good at all y'all I'll no, be honest no, no, no. It's not good, but I still somewhat liked it but. Yeah, this movie was messy, really, really messy, and I think I I completely agree with what Brad, with with Keon, with now Keon, I'm sorry, what um what what Luis said, it felt like DC told Christina Hodgson, well, we really like these parts of this script, mm. we really like these parts, and we really like these. Can you find a way to mesh all of this together, 
and make it into one script? No, they didn't message. They sewed that bitch from different. That's like uh, sewing different colored yeah. uh, fabrics into a sweater. Yeah. Which yeah, sucks because nah. Christina Hodgson's a really good writer. She's a really good writer. That's and, why she's uh, striking right now. Yeah, what's it called? Um, no, because before I think she worked on. Did she work on Flash? Oh, not Flash. I'm sorry. Did she work on what's it called? A uh, Shazam? No, no. Sir, I don't no, know. No, she did um, Bumblebee and The Birds of Prey. She did both. And those, of those are good movies. movies. Yeah, those yeah. are good so movies. She's yeah, great. So I'm telling you, I'm, it's not her. I'm telling you that the studio was on her back and told her to do all these things. Studio and, and Andy, because I'm well, a lot of the stuff. What he is him actively saying out, yeah, that was my choice, but it means yeah. this type. At least from what I've seen, I could be wrong, and he could be taking yeah. the blunt for Warner Brothers. I don't know. I think he's taking the blunt because, like, I think he's taking the blunt, the blunt, the blunt for uh for, for freaking he's for, gonna for, for Warner Brothers, man. <laughs> Who well, fucking knows, man? They probably did pay him. That's probably where a good majority of the two ninety million dollars went to, to yeah. kind of allow him, like, hey, take this. Yeah, hot. So because now Andy Muschietti is gonna do Batman: The Brave and the Bold. For no DC. way, is he? Yeah. Yep. And James Gunn hired her to join the writers' room to like do the overarching story for the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm telling you, man, it had to be. We're, we're, we're going to find out then by Batman yeah. and Beyond. It had to be that. the old regime of WB who were just hammering this shit into them and be like, look, guys, we really need this movie to be done. We need this movie to get released. So we just need you to do all this. And let's just, at this point, like, who cares how it comes out? Fuck. Yeah. But um, we'll find out. I mean, that's fine. We'll like, but fucking... um, final verdict, Luis. What is your final verdict on The Flash? I fucking hate this film. Yeah, but give me your not just with not just Ezra. I saw a comment that said real quick. I saw a comment that said, "I think we speak for everyone that we forgive the Flash or Ezra Miller for what they've done." I'm like, no, we don't. No, we don't. Chill out. Stick right. Do not love me into that part. Yeah, no, I'm not fucking deep. No, that's except uh, Ezra. Now this part, like I now I hate Ezra even more for giving me a terrible very Allen. Yeah, right. And on top of all the fucking disgusting ass hate crimes and atrocities he's done, bro. That man is is, is that man has essentially is a war criminal. I'm not gonna lie to you. With the amount of assaults he's done, surprisingly, they're still technically in state, so it's not a war criminal, but it feels like a war criminal, man. Anyways, yeah, no, fuck Ezra Miller. But aside from everyone's thoughts on Ezra Miller fucked this movie because yeah no it it can it, it was touching itself and it thought it was doing good but it's not yeah. it's not what's your number what's your score uh two out of three and that's only because of the whole just two out of three right we out of ten here, I mean bro. sorry two out of two out of ten that's what two I meant ten. I was right. I, that was me thinking uh, between two or three yeah I cannot give it two out of ten because that would mean that I put it on the same what's it called uh, number as that as fucking Suicide Squad twenty sixteen, but I give it a little bit higher because I actually enjoyed myself in parts of this movie. I'm giving The Flash a uh, three point seventy five out of ten. See, for me at least, that movie is a bit more cohesive. It it stays Hell on me. No screen. cohesiveness in that movie, bro. Get out. Way of here, bro. more. It's no. a five out of ten, but it's definitely it's definitely more organized than what this shit is. Nah, because this one feels more plot holes than the other one. Nah, nah, fuck all that, fuck all that. We are all right, not having. We are not I'm, I need to go record. Yeah, but um, that concludes our review of 
the flash and we want to thank you all so much for joining us today if you are watching this in the future of course remember at patreon.com slash the nerdcore you get this episode a day early and live for our patrons by joining us at the one dollar tier make sure you follow us at the nerdcore underscore on instagram i mean on, on twitter i'm sorry instagram at the nerdcore and our website the nerdcore.com and our discord link is in the description below make sure you're subscribing to our youtube and leaving a like on the video and clicking that notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content on the channel. Make sure you're leaving a five-star review on the audio side of things on Apple Podcasts and all those wonderful places you can leave a five-star review at. And I'll be back tomorrow for our review, my review of uh, of the Grand Budapest Hotel with Brad as we continue our Wes Anderson month. And then again, be back on Saturday for the public with our review of Tangerine as we continue celebrating Pride Month here on the Nerdcore, but from both of us, may this finally be the end of the extended universe. I am exhausted and I am ready for James Gunn to start something new because by God, it needs, we need something new at this point. He is, bro, you know, you know what? What? Superman Legacy is going to have to make some serious bang to recover the money that's just been lost between Black Adam, Shazam 2, Flash, and God help me, I hope that the, the Aquaman makes good money. I'm going to say this. James Gunn is a director, but he also stands by his words of not letting people change shit that he sees fit. And it's worked out so far. Check example A is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't let the execs and the other directors try to overwrite what he is planning, right? Creatively, of course, the directors are going to have more hearsay there right but also it's james gunn who is now the this this what is it the ceo he's, of yeah he's he's like the president like he, well he's the one in he, charge of DC he's kevin too. feige yeah he's yeah. kevin feige for dc so, he's kind so. Of acting as like top executive producer of exactly this. yeah so he will have final say but creatively usually the execs allow the directors yeah. to kind of right aside this is, this is another episode for technical talk <laughs> on on the industry but um <laughs> Oh man! I want to have good faith in Gun, and I'm just hoping that whatever fucking comes next first, whatever DC movie comes first, is yeah. is palpable. We'll find out. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out, everybody. Peace. I am the flag.